So you guys have just returned from your first group, your first activity as a group of adventurers. You successfully stopped the bandits from raiding the nearby town. And as you roll on into the evening hours, you approach a small inn that's just one of those ones on the way to the next town over. As you guys roll on up into the inn, you open it and you're greeted by such a wonderful sight inside normal you know they're patrons of the bar patrons at tables they're chatting drinking making merry the bartender sees you walk in and he gives you all a welcome welcome come on in welcome to happy's inn and he welcomes you in what can i get for you all strongest ale <laughs> all right your strongest ale that'll be one gold piece if okay. you don't have any gold pieces written down, go ahead and start with 25 gold. Okay. You put that in the GP in your equipment. So all around people are making merry and having arm wrestling contests, drinking contests. Some of the more inebriated are being a little more carefree with their words and actions. So he slides you a, a mug of his finest. What about the rest of you guys? Something light. Something light? All right. Five silver, which will bring you down to 24 gold and five silver. We have food, too. You need not sustain yourself on alcohol alone. Yay. They're alone, my plan. Hmm? Yes. Five silver. So, 24 gold and five silver. Right, he looks at you kind of like, are you sure you don't want anything better? Alright, so he'll pour you out some water and slide it to you, and it's free of charge. So, you guys don't have to work if you don't want to. Feel free to mingle around the bar. More ale. Alright, another gold. Now, is there anybody? Yes, he slides you a glass of water for your charge. Is there one anybody at the bar? Oh like, yeah, there's a ton of people. At the okay, bar. what kind of people? Pick your variety: human, elf, gnome, dwarf. Yeah, there's even a couple goblins and one dragonborn. Aside from the numbers of your party. I want to go talk to the dragonborn. All right, so you go over to the dragonborn, and he looks at you. Oh, what are you doing here, stranger? I asked him, no, what are you doing here? <laughs> I'm enjoying a mug of the finest. <laughs> well, come drink with me, brother. Let us be married together. Can I have another glass of ale? <laughs> and at this point, I'm going to need you to make a constitution saving throw. So roll your d20 and add your constitution saving throw. That's a five? All right. Five. That's are you proficient? No, a five plus one. Are you proficient in constant saves? No. Alright, so that's a six. So you start slurring. You're, you're not doing too hot after three drinks. What about everyone else? What are we up to? You're good? You're just gonna just sit and observe here? Yes. I won't Alright, what do you do? Just sit and observe? You gotta get into it. Alright, well there's a little halfling. And he, he's sitting there trying to be by himself. And as you walk up to him, he kind of eyes you. He's like, what are you doing? And do it somewhere else. Why don't you? He throws you a dirty look and, and wanders off. I think it's cornered. Alright, I 
without everyone else to read. All right. As, as you approach them, they look at your uh, water rather pitifully. <laughs> Well, you're coming to party with the dwarves and you don't bring no alcohol? <laughs> it's a weak constitution indeed. No, oh, I forgot to have you guys write out your character's gender. Come on, Smith. Are you a different Is your character a guy or a girl? Two people. Mine is a girl. Okay. So they were said laugh, so I'd laugh on to the end of that. Um, I slowly walk away. <laughs> As they start stopping each other, they're like, Yeah, she thought she could drink with the dwarves! That's Jack is over there. Yeah, can I, so I witnessed this from a far distance, right? Yeah. Oh, wait, no, can I? Because I'm drunk? Oh, you know, you're, you're with the dragon boy. You're drunk. Oh. You're getting drunk. Are you having any more to drink, by the way? Oh, no. Okay. So you guys will just control me. He, he physically cannot speak and get more ale anymore. You're like blasted to do this tipsy. So yeah. I could get more ale. You could. Another goal. Alright. <laughs> As you knock that one back, I need another constitution saving throw. Sorry, it's a nine. Nine plus your one, so a ten. That's an eight plus a one, so, so nine. Eight plus one, nine. Yeah. Alright. You're uh you do better at it, but you're you're slowly becoming worse and worse. Uh, what about, so, again, because this group is so large, you guys are going to have to speak up for yourselves, like, I'm not going to be able to speak up. Who can you visit? Anybody. You know, there's some elves, ranger, uh, goblins, dwarves. Alright, so you guys are both going to the goblins. So, as you, as, as you guys approach, they, like, they, they were talking amongst themselves, and as you get drawn near, they, like, feel almost, like, shifty and start scooting together. They don't say anything to you guys as you approach. Hi. Hi. What language do you say that in? Do you know Goblin? No, you don't. So you say hi in common then? And they're going to look at each other and look at you. And then just wave you Slowly walk away. Yeah. I go up and I can stop him from drinking more. Alright, what are you going to say to him? Please stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm eating you guys. Another ale? <laughs> One more gold, and I need a constitution saving throw. Jack, I just faced off. Ten plus one is eleven. Alright, alright. You're getting worse. <laughs> you're, uh, you know, things are slowing down, and... You know, you don't feel like you're in complete control anymore. I, uh, I asked the, what's it called, bartender to cut him off. <laughs> I mean, if he's going to tell him, you know. But I understand your concern for your friend. I can give him, he gets up like a loaf of bread, and that's right, for his, uh, for his stomach, you know. It was a hit of his heart. I beg you. <laughs> I am desperate here. <laughs> Us three now. Do you have anything to drink? No. Okay. 
Alright, so the, the good stuff or just a normal lager? No, the good stuff. Alright, that's a gold. One gold piece. Alright, so as you approach, he recognizes you, of course, as another dragonborn. And so he sees you, ah, brother, what are you doing here? Oh, mate, just come, just come in the back again. Nice, nice. Well, please join me, and he lifts his mug for a toast. Alright. Can I get another ale and join in on that? Yes, you may. Another gold, and I need you to make another constitution saving throw with disadvantage. Ooh. So that's minus one? That is. Roll 2d20 to take the lowest roll. That is a four. Alright. You pass out. Yes! Alright, close. By the way, I forgot to mention one of my rules as DM. Um, nat 20 is only counted in combat. You'll look really cool if you do a skill check with a nat 20, but they only mean something in combat. Alright, so anything else, or are we good to pass the night away? Good to pass the night away. We should be very right. So, seeing the inebriated state of your friend, he, the, the bartender will slide you guys a key to the room and he'll say, You can pay me in the morning. Wait, 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 there's nobody else. Who here is paying? You're paying. Wait, how much is the room? Yeah, he has a It'll be about. Why do I Just for future reference. It'll be. This one, this is a fairly mediocre establishment. We'll say it's about. Eight silver. Okay. I paid him. I paid him. Okay. He'll take your payment. I carry Jagger back to our room and sit him on the bed. Oh. Okay. So, are you guys all eight going to share one room? Yes. All seven going to share one room? I get my own room. I pay for my own room. Alright, anyone paying for their own room is eight silver. Ah. Which, if you only have gold, you will have oh my God, the one left and two silver. I'm drunk, so I don't know the payment, so you have to pay it. You could literally sleep outside the bar. We're literally all just going to sleep outside. So you could sleep around where? So, I'm sharing the room with Okay. Share with him. Because she Alright. Yes. Alright. He's egotistic. He's a hermit. Of course he's alone. Alright. Alright. So you guys all, after a couple hours or four drinks, if you're <laughs> you all head off upstairs to your rooms for the night and you all fall asleep. Nightfall passes without incident. In the morning, you all awaken, and the building's quiet. You're upstairs on the second story. You hear no sounds from the other rooms. You hear no sounds from downstairs. Who wakes up first? Doesn't matter. Jagger. Can I say wake up? I wake up first because you wake up by killing us. Sure. Oh yeah, I'm like it's this extreme hangover now. Alright, so you, you wake up. I stumbled downstairs to try to get something to remedy the hangover. Alright, as you stumble downstairs, there's nobody down there. In fact, the fireplace that was burning bright last night is stone cold. And as you look outside the windows, there's a heavy fog. I look up and move those Okay, she's not awake, but I'm carrying her on my back. Then I throw her over the bar. 
to see if like anybody will like, see. Sure, you do that. Nobody responds. No. You want to look around? Me and Justin will go back. Like, just go back behind like the bar. Back the bar. Alright, so you go around, you go into the kitchen. There's no one there. You go into the little private residence that's back there, nobody's there. You check the cellar, nobody's there. Like, no belongings? Nothing? No. Can I go outside? No, there's belongings. People's stuff is still there. There's just, there's just nobody there. Outside, the fog seems to be swirling around the building. How dark is it? Like early morning? It's yeah, it's like seven o'clock. Oh yeah. What did you say? No, I carried you down. Alright, I'm assuming you guys are all awake. You guys will all like magically wake up and go sleep in the same body for the same reason. I I wake up and meet him in the hallway. Alright. We decide to check the rest of the room. Completely empty. Everyone's stuff is still here, but everyone's gone. I go downstairs and pour myself by the last floor. I follow him. Alright. I just have to make breakfast. I, uh, Alright, you managed to find supplies quite well in the back, in the kitchen. I, I go into the kitchen. Uh, I see candy and I make myself chicken. Chicken noodles. Alright. So uh, you guys are cooking and you guys are chilling. From the, uh, from out in the, uh, the main, the main room of the establishment. You hear at the front door. I went upstairs and looked at my stuff and my luggage. I will go to the door. All right, you do I, so. I, I okay. follow him to. I, 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 I went back downstairs, grabbed her, take her back upstairs. Hold on, hold on. You don't say what other player characters do. You say what you. Did. I know that's what I was doing. No, I was trying to get her. You said you took her. Does she want to go? She has to decide what her character does. You can run down and say, hey, come upstairs with me, we'll be safe, or something like that. I'm done. I'm walking upstairs. Thank you. We're going upstairs. Hold on. We're resolving something with Jagger right now. So you're at the door. Just knock. I open the door just a little bit, just to see who it is. Can I see anything? Given the fog that's outside, you can't quite tell. I open it fully. Is there like a lantern by the door by any chance? No. Okay. And all that's out there is fog. Can I step out a little bit? Yeah, so you step out into the fog and it kind of billows around you. I and, step and you see fog. As I you stand there, a path, you can, like, you, you can start seeing the, the dirt road that was out in front of the tavern last night. It's still there. Fog begins to just like roll back, exposing the trail. I'm going back down Is there, <laughs> is there a, a town near the tavern? Like, is, is there the tavern. one about one mile that way. Oh. I Okay. It is, yeah, it's the, you see the road, and it's surrounded by fog, but you know what? The road last night didn't have all these trees around it. Has everybody eaten yet? Not everybody. I asked no. Jagger. Hey, you ask Jagger, or do you ask... Finn. Finn. Yeah. There's three different personalities. It's multi-personality. Okay. Which personality? It's yeah. currently Finley. I asked Finley. Hey, wait, where are those trees over there? Finley's fine. I don't think they were, actually. I asked where they were. I'm still following. 
Do you remember? You're outside on the road now. It extends both ways into the fog. Wait, which way should we go? Yeah, should we should we just start going now? Oh yeah, true. Are we going right or left? Yeah, wait, do we know which way the I feel like left. Which way did we enter left, the tavern? Left would get you to the town you were at yesterday. Mm-hmm. I feel that. I, I say we go right. right. And right. continue on our journey. Right's always right. Yeah, I grab my belongings. Oh, that's that's right. Right. Okay, right. I go back up to drop all my belongings and come back down. Alright. Alright, so everyone is choosing to go right. Yeah, so go you go right. right and you begin traveling down the road. You guys know that the nearest town is in about 20 miles, so it'll be about a two-day's journey for you. Alright, as you walk on to the right, farther and farther, the fog eventually rolls in behind you and swallows up the tavern and the path behind you. You continue to walk on, and you continue to walk on. And you continue to walk on. It, it's been a while. It's getting on about two hours on your journey now. And the fog is so heavy that the only thing you can see past it is the outline of dark, dying, and grim-looking trees. But the road continues on, unobstructed by the fog. Whereas the road behind you, the fog is kind of beginning to fall over on itself behind you. I'm currently Finley. I decided to stop. Okay, so you stop. Everyone else notices this. I stop with her and ask her, do we know where we're going? I ask him in return. I think we're not willing to get to that. Do you think that's true? Okay. Does anybody know where we are? Does anybody know where we're going? Yeah, where we're none right, of you, none of you have seen this forest before. What's the what's the terrain? It's a forest terrain. Are you? Yeah. Oh wait. Yeah, are you, do you have the ability where you can like you already know the map area? That's what I have with my archer. I I can already map it. Previously. So it's a forest. You can navigate the forest because you know how to navigate the forest, but. This is not a forest you've ever been in before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do I have something like that? Which spell would you like to cast? Protecting from evil and good. Yes, you want to go ahead and do so. In that blank tally box next to the level of the spell, go ahead and mark one. Is that a herbal or So protection from good and evil. Is that herbal or yeah, wait, what is, is it a verbal? If not, or? then everyone is like. Alright, are you choosing to be protected from evil or from good? From evil. Okay. You make it protection from certain types of creatures aberration, celestial, elemental, fey, fiend, or undead. Undead. Definitely undead. Alright. 
So, undeads for the next 10 minutes, as long as you're concentrating on the spell. Undead have disadvantage to attack you. They all, uh, you can't be harmed or frightened or possessed by them. Wait, can I take the Yes. What would they advantage? Um, Aberration, Celestial, Elemental, Fey, Fiend, or Undead. Elemental. Okay. Because I feel like if we're on a fourth, everyone's right. Elemental. So like it's the arc. same things, but for Elementals mm-hmm. now. Yeah. For the next ten minutes. Alright, oh, so does anybody else do anything while the party is stopped? Oh, wait, that's a curse spell. Yeah, I don't know any spells. What are you doing right now? Well, what? she is uh, just cast the spell. Well, I think we should continue to walk, I say, as I continue to concentrate. Are we slowed down by her concentrating at all? No. Okay. Not at all. Should we just continue going now? Yes. Okay, let's go. Follow. Okay, so you continue on down the road. Ten minutes have passed, your spell is now expired. My eight. And another fifty minutes passed. You've now been walking for about three hours. Has it gotten any lighter at all? Nope. Okay. The fog has not lessened up at all. Okay. In fact, it's gotten thicker behind you. Okay. Oh, perfect. It's beginning to widen or widen up along the path it's now instead of like being in front of the trees it's being like interlaced between the trees but the road ahead is still perfectly clear can i use light yes what do you pass it on so it basically lets you make a flashlight out of something so what do you want to make a flashlight could be a sword a shield a hat your finger you know, a, a walking stick. Finger. Okay. Out of your finger. <laughs> there you go. Alright, cool. Your finger is now illuminated. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> I point my finger uh, forward and say, let's go this way. Does it clear the fog at all? Nope. Okay. okay. No, Keep going then. There's no fog forward. Turn for a, a little bit in front of. It's kind of like skittering around on the ground. That doesn't really help. Yeah. But we can still see things that are like, could we see something if it was like past the trees, like in the trees next to us? I don't know. Can you? Uh, perception, passive perception 15. Okay. Continue. All right. <laughs> so, provided you guys don't change your current course of action, you continue on for another two hours. The fog spills out of the forest to swallow up the road behind you. Ahead, jutting from the impenetrable woods on both sides of the road, are high stone buttresses looming gray in the fog. Huge iron gates hang on the stonework. Dew clings with cold tenacity to the rust and bars. Two headless statues of armed guardians flank the gate. Their heads now lying among the weeds at their feet. They greet you only with violence and fear reference. This is what you are standing in front of now. That's great. Oh. Okay. I stop. I stop and suggest we yeah, ready I, for a battle just in case. Yeah, can I prepare a, uh, my short bow? Or a short sword? Yes. Can I also I prepare my short bow? My life. Then acquires. I prepare my long bow. Alright. I prepare my short bow. And my long bow. I'm going to do it. I'll prepare my long bow. Alright. 
for spellcasters, please note that preparing a leveled spell does spend the spell slot. So if you choose to love, like prep a level one spell but you don't actually use it, you still burn the spell slot. So be careful about what you say you prep. Wait, major armor. What about it? Are you gonna cast it? No. Wait, so I'm confused at what you're talking about. Is that amazing? So, so everyone like here that? is saying they're, they're prepping something. Everyone just prepped like a melee or ranged weapon. So you guys are like drawing your swords, your swords, you got your bows ready. You know, that's fine. I'm letting you guys know ahead of time, if you say like, I'm going to ready hold person for if they move five, but they don't move five, and then you have just wasted a spell spell. I'm trying, to, well, that makes sense. I'm trying to make sure you guys are aware of that ahead of time. So if I say cantrips are fine, you won't okay. waste those. So if I say uh, I ready shadow blade for somebody to walk by, and I yeah, you know, hit them, and then if nobody walks by, I've wasted that spell. Correct. Okay. All right. So you guys all get your your set of weapons ready, and as soon as you do, the uh, stone gate or the the metal gate, sorry. Open very slowly. I step back a little okay. startled. It looks more, it looks pretty much more of the same. Um, is it like illuminated or is it like digital? It, it's just more forest. Yeah, it's, it's, it's this not gate like, is part of a huge stone wall. Huge. That seems to disappear in either direction into the fog. Is there fog on the inside of this gate? It's about what you've got going on with you right now. So it's just like the same thing, but with it just... Yep. I step in front of everyone and peek through. Alright, you see more spooky ass with a mirror of the again. I tell everyone the situation. They're the same. I, how long have you been walking? Over five hours. I feel there might be something watching. I, I step forward uh, in front of Bailey and get quick to anger. This is ridiculous. We've been walking for so many hours and there's nothing here. I suggest it. I would set the Respond to the suggestion. I think we gotta set up camp with nothing. I was about to say it's seven hours six, five, five, five hours. For five hours. And it, it was like what seven when we started, so Yeah, so it's, it's about I was about to say it's about, it's about noon. noon right now. And what are we gonna use to set up camp? This is ridiculous. We've been walking. I haven't explored five that contained. Everyone should have some kind of pack that, yeah, unless you pick the priest pack or the scholar's pack, you have what you need no, to do. No, I have a store. We should stop here. I feel we should stop after a few minutes, no, but I also feel that we are being watched. Yeah, let's just continue and, and see if the fog rises after a while. So we just continue, so right? Yeah. 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 We should stop. Yeah. If we keep walking yeah. for you, yeah. everybody's angry. Okay, so I'm hearing that we're continuing. Yes. All right. So you all step through these massive gates. Yeah, give me some keys. As the last of you steps through the gate, squeaks close behind you and closes with like a thundering finality to the motion. I scream. No, it's the squeeze, and then as it closes, it kind of like booms, mm -hmm. even though it shouldn't boom. I I nervously laugh and just keep walking. Like, the, I the, uh, area very closely. So as you do, you everything ahead of you to the side of you is much the same, but as you look back through the gate, 
the fog is now spilling in through the gate. It's trying to like push its way through to get you guys. I would just move a little bit faster, noticing this. Yeah, can we speed up? Yes, you may choose to walk at a fast pace with a penalty of minus five to your passive perceptions. Okay. That'll make you go faster, but make you easier to push. I don't think we should. Or, yeah, no. I think we should. What? Or, yeah, I mean, can I turn around and look at the fog? Also, like, yeah, it's guys, kind of like building out through the gate. Look. What? Oh, look. That's a, a foggy forest. And? We're in a foggy forest. And? We might get That's not in game, ignore that. Yeah, so, um, that's, that's a good point. So there's things that your characters know versus what you yeah. as players know. So you've got to work to separate that information, you know. So like, yeah, so yeah. So you're probably going to be attacked by wolves. This is a spooky forest on here. But your character doesn't know that. You know that. Your character doesn't. So you got to keep that kind of information separate. Yeah. I'm also right. that I felt like we were going to be moving forward. I swing my also, and out my Okay. Did we have to pay for the rooms at all? Well, yeah, you, you have already paid in it before. Okay. We have to wait for it. I'm still on the head. Alright, so you stand in front of some closed gates. The fog is creeping in slowly, but surely behind you guys. The road ahead is perfectly clear, though. Should we just continue then? Yeah. Like, we should continue. Normal pace or faster? Normal. Normal, Normal. Normal. okay. Yeah. Alright. Towering trees whose tops are lost in heavy gray mist block out all but a death gray light. The tree trunks are unnaturally close to one another, and the woods have the silence of a forgotten grave and exude the feeling of an unvoiced scream as you continue walking. What was that, guys? That's an unvoiced scream. So it, it just, it's ominous. It's creepy. It's very intense. This is really messed up. Man. You guys are now about another hour hour and a half of your journey in when Finley you catch the scent of death on the air. It's very pungent. I notify the people. This ain't it. Now that now that they are aware you can all now smell it too. No. It smells like something has died. Do I still have my weapon drawn? Yeah, I, yeah, I still have my short sword drawn. This is really messed up. I don't like this situation. We I should actively yeah, we should actively be cautious and notice everything around. Alright. Your, your attentiveness pays off and within 300 feet you guys notice the foul scent leads you to a human corpse half buried in the underbrush about 15 feet from the road. The young man appears to be a commoner. His muddy clothes are torn and raked with claw marks. Crows have been at the body which is surrounded by paw prints. The man has obviously been dead for several days. He holds a crumpled envelope in one hand. I put down and grab the envelope. All right. 
I search him for money. Yeah, I search his pockets for other things. I'm resolving one thing right now. I am resolving something right now. Please have patience. Alright. The letter has a large letter B set into its wax seal. The parchment is worn and flimsy. Do you open it to read it? Yes. This is what it says. I can't read that. That's what it says. direction the man was traveling? No, he's off on the side of the road. He clearly did the victim of some kind of attack, so any sense of direction is thrown off. I sense that he might have been attacked by a wolf or an animal. You don't know that. You haven't investigated the body. That's what I say. You already previously stated that there were, like, scratches. Yeah. Right. Similar to maybe werewolves. Yeah. It's just not can an assumption. Can I check the man's pockets and investigate his wounds? Well, so that was the only thing he had on his person. And roll, roll medicine. That's a 16. Alright, so he was clearly swarmed by a pack of wolves. They tore into his jugular and they hamstringed him. So that way he couldn't run. And then they tore into his body. And then about a day later, the crows came in and took the soft part. I should just okay. look around the body. 
That is all you see in the area. Why? Why? I verbally say why. Do you respond to the outrage of your party? Wait, he's useless to us. It's a dead body. Let's keep going. But we should respect how he's dead. And I, I just walk him. off. I just continue on the path for a little. I follow. I follow. I follow. I follow. <laughs> he's just so dead. This tad left behind. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, do you follow them, Tim? Huh? Do you follow your party? I do. Okay. Yeah, we just got married. <laughs> I do. <laughs> 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 After another two hours of travel, see trees way, you know, all the distance, but now it's opened up and you fall the road. Tall shades loom out of the dense fog that surrounds everything. The muddy ground underfoot gives way to slick, wet cobblestones. The tall shapes become recognizable as village dwellings. The windows of each house stare out from pools of blackness. No sound cuts the silence except for mournful sobbing that echoes to the streets from a distance. I just have to stop the group before we arrive. Alright, you get to stop just outside the boundaries of the town. I told them to all be prepared for anything. I sheathed my weapon. Are we allowed to go into the town? Yes, but she's talking to you guys right now. I pull, up, I pull out my mace. Everyone get out their weapons. I sheathed my short sword. Okay. 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 Alright, so ahead of you, your options are. <laughs> To continue in on what appears to be the main thoroughfare, which heads west, or you could go behind you, east the way you came. How severe is the fog coming into the town? Coming into the town, it's it's fine. It basically stays at the tree line, you know. But it is for being about twelve, about being two about about two o'clock in the afternoon. There's a lot of overcast, dark gray to black clouds looming overhead, blocking out. Yeah, I say we go into the town to see if there's people. We all agree that we're gonna help them, right? Yeah. 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 I was gonna say, try to try to get the. Are we trying to get the letter to who it was sent to? Are we? We So, like, are you saying you want to get the letter to the burgomaster Koya Novanovich? Yes. Yeah, I agree. I I say that to. I say we should get the letter to. That name to Kendrick. Okay, so you guys are continuing into town on this mission then? And if it's, empty, if it's empty, we should break it. it. Okay, so you continue in after about a uh, hundred feet. There's a crossroads goes one goes north, one goes south. Those to go into more residential areas. The main road is As you continue west, you pass another turn off for a residential area in about 100 more feet. 
And about a hundred feet after that, you come to what is apparently the main crossroads of town. To the east behind you guys is the way you came. Uh, there's a path leading down to the west to a more residential area to the, uh, the to the south. To the west, the main road continues out of town after about 200 feet. And to the north um, lies a more residential area. On the hill, there is uh, there's a church and graveyard. And on this square, two buildings of note stand out. I, th uh, I think we should one, the sparse light from this building, which is on the southeast corner of, this, of the, the intersection. The sparse light from this building spills out from behind drawn heavy curtains. A sign over the door creaking on its hinges reads, Bill Drass Mercantile. The other building, which is on the northeast part of the intersection. A single shaft of light thrusts illumination into the main square. Its brightness looking like a solid pillar in the heavy fog. Above the gaping doorway, a sign hangs precariously askew, proclaiming this to be the Blood on the Vine Tavern. I say we go to the tavern. I say we split up. You get more ale. I say I we split up and the tavern and all of us <laughs> not We're go to the tavern. We're on a mission. You can't get drunk, bro. So me and Lana are going to the tavern. I, I don't know what they're doing. North. Bailey, stop him. I um try to talk sense into Finley. Okay, I won't Do get it. I won't get Okay, no, you talk to me. Yeah. Do that because it's stupid because we're supposed to be getting the letter to whoever this guy is. I'm going in there to to see if there's people. I remind Finley. to discuss with the locals and to particularly the uh, the bartender. <laughs> I interrupt. We've been walking for quite a long time. My feet hurt. I would like to get a drink. I vote, I say I would like to go to the other one because I'm the store. Bill Drafts Mercantile. I want to go there. Whether I go by myself or not. Would it be, would you know what kind of store it is by the looks of the outside? It is Bill Drafts Mercantile. What does Mercantile mean? Curtains are closed. Okay. So you don't know. Okay. Um, Me and those two go to name? the Mercantile. Oriana. Oriana. I agree with Oriana that we should go. I, if they don't agree with me, I say I that we should just split up. I agree that Divide we should go into the um, townhouse and townhouse or tavern. whatever it's called. Tavern. The tavern and relax because we, we've been walking for so long. I, right. Me and her decide to right. go to the tavern. Wait, Ray, where are you? Going? Your ass, raise your hand. The Wait. mercantile, not the oh. tavern. All right, so you two. You going with so, the mercantile? No. Yeah. I have. Alana and Oriana, right, heading to Bill Dress. So, as you guys enter, the, uh, it's about 70 by 40. You see just a human, uh, black beard going gray, black hair going gray. No, maybe he's 50 is. You know, he's behind the counter. As you walk in, he throws you guys a scarce look. Like, he doesn't quite trust you guys as you walk in. He throws his eyes up and down, looking at your unique racial characteristics, your pointed ears and uh, your tail and your horns, for one. You know, and he looks skeptical at you guys and says, Welcome to Bill Dress Mercantile. What can I do for you today? Can we ask a question? Can I? Can you're I, not there. Yeah, she is. Yeah, oh, yeah no, she it, went to the, no, she, no, it's her and Kenzie. Be asked, can I, get I decide I look around. No, no, we're not talking about the tavern. You can ask. You see a variety of just like basic adventuring equipment. So, 
what, let me give you a sample of what you see. Like lamps, pickaxes. You see You see I was looking. abacus, something some acid, some arrows, some needles, some crossbow bolts, some sling bullets, some crystals, some cords, you know, a couple of barrels, some baskets, some blankets, you know, um, some kits, some minor uh, basic clothing, basic supplies. Ink, locks, you know, just like it's kind of a random collection of things that might be useful to people on the road. I suggest our location. All right. So, do you want to do you want to role play, or do you want me to just want to say it? Yeah. Asking who you are. So, you ask him the location, and he looks skeptical at you. Says, "You don't. You're new here, aren't you?" Uh, what am I saying? Of You're course you are. As he as he looks at you know the non-humanness of you two, and he goes, yeah, you here. Well, you have the fortune of being in my shop. Build your ass mercantile. But if you still don't know where you are, you're in the village of Barovia. And now, are you going to buy something? I suggest she stays and look around while I get the others to inform them of what, what we found. Hold on, didn't you, were you wanting to do something with that? <coughs> Is that like... Who asked who those, that is? Those two have the same thing. Those are different people. That is Elio and Luke. Kenzie. That is, um... If you know that. Yeah. Dude, she's intelligent. Uh, Burn. She's yeah. a smart one. She's a big boy. I didn't so think to ask where you were. I hand her the note and tell her to ask him about it. Yeah. Then I say, I hand her the oh, note okay, and tell her to ask him about it. Then I tell her I'm going to find the others to inform them of what we found. Okay, so you leave after about a, a minute the in the shop. After about a minute in the shop, you left. You will take the letter, uh, read it, and go, HA! And then he'll hand it back to you. Okay, good luck finding him. Now, are you going to buy something? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you guys have spent about a, a minute, a minute five in the show. Oriana. Alright, so we're going to put you guys outside, and the rest of you guys will have walked into the tavern. You two are still at the store right now, because it's happening simultaneously. So those of you that walked into the tavern, uh, it's about 60 by 60. Um, there's a fire blazing in the hearth, but there's only four patrons. There's three older women dressed in shawls and veils and some brightly colored fabrics and they sit huddled together at a door right by the table as you walk in and they all leer at you as you walk in and then at the and then at the bar there's an old human an old man human and then in the bar there's a younger human looks maybe about his 30s mid 30s you know and he kind of he kind of looks up and gives you guys a faint smile as you walk in I walk over to the bar and order four ales. Or three, 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 three. Wait, what about Josephine? I'm good. I walk over to the bartender and ask hold on, hold on. him. Oh, yeah. So as you order ale, he looks at you and says, we don't have any of that here. I got wine, and that's it. Mate, I'll have four glasses of wine, thank you. All right, that's four copper. 
So, yes, you do. So, do you have any silver? Do you have any silver right now? I do have silver. All right, give him one silver, and you will receive six, ten, ten copper back. Okay. Ten copper to one silver, ten silver to one silver. Okay, I give the bartender. I can't wait to hand him an electrum. Oh, God. We have, like, platinum pieces, too. Yeah. I wait, give the bartender. Yeah, I thought uh, I was only platinum. One silver piece. He gives me Ten copper back, and I chug my. No, he gives you six back. Because he gives you six. That was that was the change. Yeah. You paid four. Oh, yeah. Okay. So the way money works, ten, yeah. ten copper pieces equal to one silver. Ten silver. <laughs> the way pieces money equal works. One gold, right? That's how math works. Wait, so I, you just said one silver is ten copper? Oh, I'm done. Never mind. Yeah. So you give him a silver, and he gives you six yeah, copper back as your change. Yeah, I got it. So right, I. And then, Jagger uses that. Oh, I yeah. chug my wine. I ask the bartender. Okay, what was the name on the letter? On the letter? Yeah. I think it was. Wait, I've got a, another copy of it over here. Um, Kolian Andronovich. I I go to ask that to the bartender, but I just butcher the pronunciation of it, like really bad. He, he looks at you, just shakes his head, says, "Are you gonna order something to drink?" But the the younger man sitting at the other table will speak up and say, Did you were you trying to say Kolian Andronovich? Yeah, I think that's it, yes. Well, I'm his son. Kolian is dead. Oh. Oh, so have they entered the tavern yet? Now you two enter the tavern. I walk you, over. You see them standing looking at the, this younger man he has stood up. So you see a whole bunch of people standing around looking at each other. I walk around to Finley. You see me stumbling, trying to stand up. I walk over to Finley and inform him of what we have. Alright. So, Finley, you've been told about how there's a merchant's shop, and he's pretty much not a nice guy, and he might be slightly racist. <laughs> because of the way he was looking at their non-human characteristics. Give that to that dude. Man's racist. Okay. Young sir, I think this letter was meant for your father. So he will offer up his hand. You give it to him? Yes. Alright, I don't need it. Oh. I have it currently. I have it currently. I fall over and hit my head and then I get back up. Why? Because I'm drunk, bro. It's wine! It's literally one glass. <laughs> no, that's his character. He just he can't handle alcohol. Just lightest weight ever. Literally, for take a single drop of the water. Yeah, well, can't handle rubbing alcohol. alcohol. Dude, that means your constitution's like seven. My constitution is. My constitution's so only twelve. I three glasses of wine and I'm already stumbling. So I fall over and Finley helps me back up, eh? No, no <laughs> you're over there. I'm busy. So I fall over and Jalen helps me back up. Lorena. We don't. I suggest to Finley that we go over to. Alright. So, so he looks at the letter and he says, oh, I think you misunderstand. This letter is not for my father, it is from my father. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you. Would you know who he would be sending a letter like this to? So uh, he rereads it. 
says, no, that's unaddressed. But he looks around, sees all your weapons. You seem to be capable adventurers. Maybe you can help me. So I, as I said, Coleon is my father, which means my adopted sister is the Irina mentioned in the letter. Alright? I need your help. She's not safe in this town anymore. She's not safe in Barovia. The devil has already visited her twice. And he has managed to trick his way into our house and bite her each night. If he bites her one more time, he shall seduce her over to becoming a vampire spawn of his, to join him as his bride. I feel like she is not safe here anymore. We need to get her to the next town over, the town of Valakai. It is defended, and the Burgermaster is no friend of the Lord's. She will be safe there. Will you help me? How far is the is the town? Voiced. It is about 17 miles away. Jesus Christ. We will help you. Wait, no. That'll be you... actually no. Okay, we'll we'll do it in the morning. I interrupt. Place. Will there be a reward? All right. So you say if you give us a place to stay. We'll help you. Okay. So you guys, you guys can spend the night at my father's mansion. The, oh. There's plenty of rooms. That won't be a problem. You look like you wanted to say something. Oh. Yeah. I said, will there be a reward? There's not much I can offer you. My family, while being the ruling family of this town, is not really all that rich. Um, I can scrape together some gold for you. Of course, you're more than welcome to keep whatever you come across in your journey. I kindly tell him that it's not necessary. Well, he, he kind of has a mixed reaction with that. Excuse me, ma'am. I order a water and quickly sober up. Well, you just don't have any water to give you. Okay, he only has wine. He says, I could give you the wash bucket. Okay. <laughs> so he pours in some water from the wash bucket and hands it to you. Oh. <laughs> oh. Can I have don't drink it? <laughs> I, yes. I drink um, it and then completely it. spit it out. Where's the dog? You can't drink something. Manners. Oh, my sister Irina is at home in the mansion. She should be locked inside and safe. Okay. That's all my so we'll see her whenever we sleep. I suggest we go over to the store, the other, the weird. Oh, we can we can do that in the morning. We can do that in the morning. We'll yeah. we can stop we can like, stop by that provision like store in the morning. You have of time before night. Oh. oh yeah, let's I, yeah. Wine yo, let's go to the provisions and see what's up. <laughs> I order I wine <laughs> before we leave. Right, one copper. Uncovered. I sober up quickly before I we hand go. Silver? Wait, that doesn't make... Yeah, there's, uh, oh. there's food available. Oh, yeah, 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 I was about to say, isn't it? Yeah, it's like lunch slash dinner time. We should get some food. Yeah, we should get, yeah, dinner time. We should get some food. Do they have food at the store we were at? Oh, they got ration packs, yeah. Okay. But that one, you, if you, you can get real food at taverns. I also have five minutes worth of ration, because... I have, I have yeah, I have Explorer's Pack. I don't remember how much it actually is. Explorer's Pack has 10. Yeah. Oh, dang, never mind. I don't know what it is. I decide to buy dinner for the rest of us. All right. Ooh. So as you tell the barkeep, he's going to look at you and he's going to say, one silver. Ooh, I hand it to him. <laughs> I'm skeptical now. You should be because as he brings out food for you, it's a, there's one... 
medium-sized loaf of semi-stale bread, and there's five medium-cooked fish, I mean, and one pork chop. I asked him Should what this was. It's pretty obvious what it was. It was bread, fish, and a pork chop. I like some wine then. <laughs> one copper. Okay. I thank him anyway. I, I sober up quickly. Yeah, I thank him. Stop I eat the bread. I'm drinking. I eat the pork chop. I eat two fish. How many copper was that? Four. Three. Wine. Nine. One copper. I ordered okay. another wine and tried to talk to the women. Another copper. So you realize the women are like grandmother age, right? <laughs> oh. Did not know that. The second time I was Wait a minute. Technically, I'm late. What is it? How many women are there? I'm 150. An age. How many? Okay. No, I see you. Sure, why not? Wait, how many how many women are there? I walk up to the other one seeing him. Hold on, he started this, so he gets to role play it out. So you approach and they look at you shiftily because you are a Dragonborn. Dragonborn. So yeah, they look your body over and kinda of linger on your snout and your tail and your clawed hands and feet. That's kinda of, and that's the expression that they actually have on their face. No. I was just it's joking. Wait, what is she? Disgusting to them. Disgusting. Come on. In, in my head, I become insecure and denied walking up to them. And just go sit by the fire. Okay. Well, Jagger, you go Yeah, first? as he's walking away, I walk past <laughs> him to, to the women. And I'm like, you can't get them. I totally can. Walk up to the women and say, good morning, ladies. It's not morning, but it's I don't care. Afternoon. Yeah, good afternoon, ladies. Right, they're going to look at you in the same way. Oh, fine. I was going to say. I give an insecure giggle and then just walk away. <laughs> I, I say to family, you can't you can't even. <laughs> and I go sit by the fireplace. I call family a loser. <laughs> Alright, so so um so the young man will realize that he hasn't introduced himself yet. Ah oh, I'm so sorry I was so caught up. My name is Ismark. Ismark Kolyanovich. I'm the son of Kolyan, sister to or brother to Irina. Do we introduce ourselves? I'm going to assume that you guys do. If you oh. introduce yourself to every NPC you come across, this is going to be really long. Yeah. I suggest that we round everyone up and leave to... Uh, no, I want to talk to Coley. Coley Dora. Dora the Explorer. I mean, you can't make us walk to the store or while you're in the store, you know. People are living Oh, yeah, and we're staying at his house. Anyway. I suggest to Dora we go look at the store after we round everyone up. I asked him... Dominoes. Let's go. <laughs> I, before... <laughs> Before that, can I ask him more about the thing that's attacking his sister? Yeah, so he'll look at you and he'll say, He's a vampire. Yes, he's evil. He's evil in heart and he rules over this land with an unmerciless fist. He can charm people and animals to serve his bidding, and that's how he gets into the house. He, he tricks an invitation across our threshold. Y'all should get an exorcist. 
But he has ruled for about 400 years, it's said. No one has been able to stop him. Many an adventure has come and tried before, and they've all perished. I walk up to Finley as he says, uh, he has ruled for 400 years, and nobody can stop him, and say, we will finally stop him. Bismarck looks at you skeptically at this ragtag collection of people. <laughs> and he says, Ragtag, well, after you get my sister to Malachi, what you do with yourselves is is your own concern. But my sister is my priority. And she's our number one priority as well. It's zero zero. Good. <laughs> You're waiting. Alright. What? What? So you guys wanted to go to Villagrass now? Yeah. All of you or some of you? I all I'm going. I'm going. I should just we all go. I wanna go over and like talk to the uh, To the Who's the most normal looking one of out of all of us? No, I want to go. Uh, wait, the shop. The wood elves would probably be the closest because you have. I suggest a Bailey. Thing, a dragonborn, a dragonborn, a dragonborn, a halfling, a and two wood elves. I suggest the wood elves go and talk to him since he does seem on the slight side of. Michael Rosemar, sixteen. You know, freaking racist. That is very important information. <laughs> So I've already conveyed this to you. Do you all enter the shop? I am. I wait outside. Immediately to the guy. I, I look around at what is there. I go straight to the Russian. I go straight to the kits. Okay. I go straight to the guy and okay. start talking to him. And so you walk up and he says, Welcome to Bill Jass American Talk. Are you going to buy something? <laughs> What's the episode? He gestures his arm and says, This? I'll take the whole store. You can't know. He laughs at you. <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna buy something, be real about it. Okay, what kids do they have? All of them. Okay. I don't even know what that is. Explorer, Dungeoneer, Scholar, Priest, um... What can I buy? Is there like a limit? Let me know what you want. I'll let you know if it's available. Do you have more than one of these? Yes. Wait, me really? Like that book? Yeah. No, I okay. only have the one. I have one. So if, if you want to commit to like D&D, it's a fantastic investment, and we'll save everybody time for when we're all doing things in combat yeah. and stuff. Yeah. It's an expensive investment, though. This book is about $50. Oh Sick. Yeah, it's 50 So. Bored of waiting outside, what I decided all, to walk oh. into the tavern and look at arrows. Tavern? Tavern. Or not tavern. Um, the store? Yeah. I, I look at a slightly better uh, bow, or I ask him, do you have a slightly better bow than the one that I have on my back? No. Do you see any weapons in this store? You don't, by the way. There are no weapons in this store, except the ones you guys are carrying. Can I get a lantern? Yeah, he's got one. Do you want a bullseye lantern or a hooded lantern? Mate, do you have any, um, any flashlights? Any what? Flashlights? No flashlights. I like bullseye lantern. What do you have? Alright, so you, you, uh, call for the bullseye lantern, and he says, that'll be a hundred gold. Watch again. Oh, <clears throat> Never mind. Hey, I'm good. Is the uh, hooded lantern any better? I would farther. Give me a second. 
I'm getting there. She says, uh, well, that one is only 50 gold. Oh. Easy. Can I buy a potion for you later? Out of this store, there's no potions available. Does the bullseye lantern come with oil? This man's nope. book says potions. Where? Yeah, oh. he's not looking at the list of stuff then. Yeah, I'm not. The store. Yeah, you look at the walls of the store like I do. I'm looking at the walls of the store and seeing what they have. I've got the list of the store. Oh, yeah. Over my shoulder, I asked, how much are the arrows? Uh, ten gold apiece. Oh, my God. Smith. Which you would know is a fantastically outrageous price for arrows. Very. Yeah, wait. Arrows are the same. No, I'm sorry. Right? Ten gold for twenty, which is still an outrageous price. Yeah, mate. Those are the same as quivers, right? No, quivers a quiver. A quiver yeah, is a quiver. Yeah, a quiver is what holds the arrow. Yeah. Hmm. That's weird. I've got twenty quivers. <laughs> twenty arrows. You have twenty arrows and one quiver. Then I'm gonna it down. All right, mate. This shop is too expensive. I walk outside. Twenty in okay. a quiver. Um, <laughs> I join him. I I, I follow. Him. Okay. I ask him 50 gold for the bullseye lantern, including oil. No, not including the oil. You better buy that separate. Oh, you don't have 50 this gold. Dude is I know. Bartering it down. Give me a second. Um, uh, Can I cast No, I leave. Yeah, I just walk out. Okay. Wait, can we cast you said you walked out already. You can't cast a spell on it. Yeah. I continue to look at the kids. How much are these, I asked. Man sells oil separately. Uh, which one do you want? The burglar's pack, the diplomat's pack, the dungeoneer's pack, the entertainer's pack, the explorer's pack, the priest's pack, or the scholar's pack? Explorer's pack. And he says, uh, that'll be a hundred gold. Jesus! I say your prices are outrageous and leave. Yeah. Who's still in there? Is anybody still in the store? Just wait till we get to the mansion. Are you two still in the store? Who? No, I was about to say, the only people that would be here. Is anybody still on the store? Or are we all outside now? I think we're all outside. Alright. So, as you're all outside, I just mark his gun's paper and say, I recommend for everyone's safety that we just spend the rest of the day inside. Okay. So, he'll start leading you guys south down the main road. And uh, as you go down, about. That screaming, crying sound you heard earlier is coming from this direction. And as he walks further south, it gets louder and louder until you can tell you're standing in front of the house where this wailing is coming from. But this mark shows no signs of slowing down. He's continuing south. I asked him about it. Uh, that's just Mad Mary, he says. It's best to just let her be. Okay. You know, I have my sister to look after. I can't afford to look after anybody else now. Okay. I whisper I... to Finley that we should investi investigate later. Investigate. Yeah. Because you're still only like what three o'clock? It's about three to three fifteen right now. Yeah. I asked the man what kind of food he has in his house. I have food, bread, meat, vegetables. I don't know. I'm just kind of hungry. You. You just ate. Yeah. You had a mediocre meal. Yeah. <laughs> Great bread. Great bread. Great stale bread. I had some fish. Done. 
that yeah, do we can just sit really from eating that fish and all? All right, so if you guys don't do anything, you proceed south to Ismar's house. Jalen. All right. A weary-looking mansion squats behind a rusting iron fence. The iron gates are twisted and torn. The right gate lies cast aside on the left, swings lazily in the wind. The stuttering squeal and clang of the gate repeats with mindless precision. Weeds choke the grounds and press with menace upon the house itself. Yet, against the walls, the growth has been tramped down to create a path all about the domain. Heavy claw markings have stripped the once beautiful finish of the walls. Great black marks tell of the fires that have assailed the mansion. Not a pane nor a shard of glass stands in any window. All the windows are barred with planks, each one marked with stains of evil omen. I decided to cast Mending. You're going to have to cast Mending on a lot of stuff if you want to fix up this mansion. I know, but I feel bad. Ismark, as he sees you begin to kiss it, this is like, don't, don't worry about it. We shouldn't be here long anyways. I don't plan on coming back. So. You can salute if you want, though. Are we So, uh, if you guys don't do anything, Ismark will walk up to the front door and start unlocking it. And you'll hear a female voice from inside saying, Ismark, Ismark, is that you? He'll shout back, yes, Irina, it's me. And they'll open the last lock, and he will swing the door open wide and step inside, and just waits, standing there with the door open. I walk in. All right. We all continue. I walk in after him. All? Question mark? Hmm? I go in. So is everybody inside? Walk in. All right, after we'll seeing the last of you guys cross into the house, he... And closes the door, locks it all up behind you. And you Is that guys, really necessary? Well, that means none of you guys are vampires, and you guys can come into my house uninvited. Mm-hmm. You see, a vampire must be invited in to cross a threshold. <laughs> so, that was a test which you all thankfully passed. And so standing inside is a human female, about 20-ish, about this high, brunette, Question. pretty standard build. Is she hot? She, she's, you <laughs> know, she's like maybe on a scale of 1 to 10, maybe in a high 8 to a low 9. Ooh. I'll take it. <laughs> I call dibs. I call dibs. <laughs> so I read that. Yeah, Rosa Goldman in the room now. Over here. Yeah, that's how it's described. A striking young woman with auburn hair. So, as uh, you all come into her house, she's like, Ismark, what is this? Who are these people? It says, Irina, I have hired these people to help us take you to Valakai. She says, but Ismark, we can't leave until we bury our father. And he goes, you're right. We'll have to do that. I asked, I'll be more than happy to do that. I'll ask, how long has your father been dead? Uh, he died. About three days ago, I believe. That's what I'm going to say. He died three days ago. 
and as you guys are inside, the interior of the mansion is well furnished, yet the fixtures show signs of great wear. Noticeable oddities are the boarded up windows and the presence of holy symbols in every room. The Burgermaster is in a side drawing room on the floor, lying in a simple wooden coffin, surrounded by molting flowers and a faint odor of decay. Can I step over to the body? Yes. And I ask Ismar, how long, how did he die? How did he die? He just died uh, during one night during the attack against the house, as creatures of the night surrounded and assailed the place. And magics were cast upon it. He just couldn't hold our his old heart. Just couldn't take the strain of it anymore. I step away from the group and head upstairs. Right. I follow. I decide to work through the room. All right. Well, Jeez. that's very rude of you. But <laughs> as you do, they're just standard guest bedroom type things. The the library and the shelves are mostly empty. Pretty much about it. These rooms are very empty. Well, we've had to sell a lot of stuff to make do over the centuries. And which one? This is well, depressing. Yeah, you know, this is obviously not a wealthy land, so we're gonna have to do what we can. And which ones will we staying in? Any of the ones that Arena and I are in. Okay. I just have to go back to the library. Right. There's like one book on the shelf. I look at the book and read it. Right, as you open it, its pages are destroyed with mold and mildew. You can't read it. I claim my room. Can I use mending on it? You can certainly try, yeah. So as you pass mending on it, the book looks really nice now, but the ink smearing cannot be undone by mending. So it's now a really nice looking blank book. I continue to look through the book to see if there's anything else I can find. There's absolutely nothing. <coughs> It's a good blank book, though. <laughs> I grab it and take it with me. All right, add one blank book to your inventory. Where's inventory? Bottom side. Oh. All right, so a couple hours pass. It's now getting to be like seven, seven thirty-ish. The sun is beginning to set, although it darkens quickly because of the overcast and the fog. So by 8 o'clock, the area is in pitch darkness. So you guys are gathered around the table downstairs, you know, um, eating a sparse supper. And Irina speaks up and says, We have to bury my father. I'd like to do it before end of day tomorrow. He's already been gone, been unburied for too long. We could do it first thing in the morning. Is Mark agrees to this? Yeah. It's not safe out there at night. I asked her excuse to ask if I can go look for the downstairs. The, you know, like the room that you're in now? No, like the downstairs. The downstairs that you're Level. in now? If, wait, is there all, also, is there a basement? By now you would have done that already. It's just a, a parlor, the sitting room that <coughs> the burger master's in, the dining room, you know, and the, the kitchen. It's not that big of a house, and there is no basement. I finished my dinner. I finished my dinner, take my drink upstairs, find a bed, and fall asleep. No, we have to help. Okay. Alright. So you are asleep. I am so asleep. You're not part of any of this now. Can I go get a drink? Yeah. Okay. You don't have to. We right. totally um, 
we forgot about the, the ghost Finley. town. Finley. Very faint. You can hear from coming outside the sound of horse hooves drawing near the building. I ask is Mark if anybody comes from the front door and is Mark and Irina have a look of pure terror shoot across their faces as they begin to be incredibly quiet. I lay my hand on my sword. I lay my I hand on my sword, slightly drawing right, it, but not so holding. Because I am half demon. Wait, yeah. can I open? Are there any, like... No, you no. can't hear this from upstairs. Okay. I slowly peek open the door. Is Mark and Arena as you reach for the door, I'm going to be like... Do you continue? No. I ask who is at the door. Okay, they're going to look exasperated as you do. Uh, do you like set that to the door or in the sitting room asking Irina? In the room, so they're gonna say. Are there any? It's, it's probably the vampire. So you're still at the door, and now you hear. Are there any windows near the door? Yeah, but they're completely boarded over. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna ask that, but then I was like, oh yeah. Choosing to ignore this and leave the conversation, I go upstairs to find a bed. Okay, so you're also not part of this anymore. So now it's just us. So now you hear a voice from the outside saying, uh, Sir Kulyanovich, open this door. I continue to stand there, considering I am not Sir Kulyanovich. That's not how you pronounce it, but that's ongoing. change of state of the door, though, voice will say, Sir Kolyanovich, I bear a message from the Lord Strad. I recommend that you open this door. I asked the door who the Lord Strad is. Why? You're not Kolyanovich. Who are you? None of your business. Open this door and I will tell you. I still refuse. Since the door remains closed, he will say, The Lord Strat is the most noble and rightful ruler of this realm. As a member of this land, you are under his jurisdiction. I turn to look at one dude. I always forget me. Ismark? Yes, him. And for confirmation. Hey. Ismark nods his head. I ask him if I should open the door or not. He's like, doesn't sound like but it's clearly someone who works for him. I, I, I don't. He shakes his head. No, he, he can't open that door. It's not safe at night. I don't with, I'm not allowed to open the door. So this strange voice will speak up even louder, talking to someone behind you. He will say, Sir Kolyanovich, the Lord Strad has instructed me to tell you that in honor of Burgermaster Kolyanovich's service to this land, he wishes to inter him at Castle Ravenloft as a sign of respect 
for the many years of service he gave to these people. Please open the door. I look over to the group for confirmation. Okay. How, how, do you, how do you guys react? I, I sh- no. No, you go first. I quietly tell her that it's definitely not safe. <laughs> I would like to draw my longbow. Okay. Do you see <clears throat> Not fully drawn, but I do have my okay. hand on the hilt of the weapon. Mm-hmm. What, what about my... you? I should, I should my hand down. So I walk over to the door. door. Okay. Uh, as you no. are, Ismark looks confused. And Irina is trying to struggle between shock, surprise, happiness, and fear. You know, this is clearly an honor, but this is also clearly a trap kind of thing. So, so you walked over to the door, you said? So we're both at the door. Everyone else is in the sitting room. Right. What do you the do at the door? Draw the sword even further out of the hill. It's still not fully. And slowly open the door. Alright. I back up and run <laughs> in. The door creaks open. I run in to where... Hold on, let me see before you make a snap decision like that. So you see this man. What I, a vampire. I was say, would I know that of a vampire ethnicity? He appears to be some kind of elf, but not an elf you've ever... Not a kind of elf you've ever seen before. He stands there tall, lean, lanky, swathed in dark fabrics and leather. And he smiles as the door opens and says, I am very glad that you see the reason of the Lord Strad. And now the door opens. Did you still want to charge out? I want to charge into the sitting room and okay. stand in front of, what's her face? The, I, the girl. Irina. Yes, her. Okay. I just step behind the door and just look at you look like a, you're looking at him from uh, around the corner. No, the I'm looking at um, the one man. At Ismark? Ismark. Okay, so... I draw my short bro. Okay. So this, uh, this elf is, like, standing right on the threshold of the house. And he kind of, like, tries moving side to side, trying to see in the sitting room to see Ismark. He goes... Sir Koyanovich, please come out and talk. Can I shut the door? I shake my head at him. Can I, can I, um, ask him? No, I don't. Can we shut the door? You can, I yes. Can't, I can't ask him. You can ask him something. No, but I can't ask him to come inside because what if it's a vampire? I can't. Yeah, no, because that's an imitation through the threshold. I ask him, I step back toward slightly leaning like around the door and ask why do we have to talk out there very worded very carefully not to invite him he's in. uh, still looking for his mark and ignores your question and he'll, he'll you know, speak up again sir koyanovich this offer does not stand for long i would hate to have to report back to the lord strat that you have spurned act of kindness and respect. I look at what... Surely you know the consequences of such an action would mean unfavorable results. I look at him and shake my hand. I hope the sign cannot be lit. It's like it's obviously a trap. 
Oh, by the way, the carriage that's out back that he came in has no horses attached to it. I was about to say. It's jet black and it has a nice crest of a raven in front of the castle. It, but there are no horses, although you can hear horses. You hear the trotting of hooves and the, the huffing and the neighing and the whinnying, but there are no horses attached to this carriage. And no one else, even inside the carriage. The carriage door is closed. Oh, yeah? Can you go close? We should close the door to the group. I thought you were asleep. No, those two are asleep. I asked the group if we should go close the door. I say maybe. I had to step back into the dining room with this mug. Alright. Away from the door. For safety. <laughs> so the this elf is getting impatient. It's quite visible. And... This mark is gonna say, it's a trap. We can't let it. We can't. We can't take this. Mm-hmm. No one who goes to Castle Ravenloft ever comes back. So do you close the door on them? Yes, I think we should. All right. So as the door closes, the voice rises up. It says, "I shall inform the Lord Strad of your." Arrogance and blatant disrespect to his kind offer. I recommend being elsewhere this evening if you wish not to meet his his wrath. And then after a couple of seconds, the carriage door opens and closes, and you hear a horse who says the carriage drives away. I remind everyone we're leaving the morning of or the next morning. Why? Aren't we supposed to help that girl? Yeah, that's next morning. Tomorrow. Oh, but it's a, it, it's a baton. <laughs> it's a nightstick. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so you guys do what now? Um, I asked Strahd. I, I asked Ismark about Strahd. Strahd. I mean, is he problematic? Has he been problematic in the past? Well, he's a vampire. Oh, and oh. he's the one who's been attacking my sister. Only the most recent among a long history of women that he has attacked and tried to kill. So, yeah, he's problematic. <laughs> but he, like, looks thoughtfully fine. Other than that, like, he's not that bad of a lord. He keeps to himself and he ensures justice. You know, and he collects the taxes and is always fair and honorable. Of course, we just spit in the face of that fairness and, and honorable. So, looking <clears throat> unsure of what to do next. Uh, he, well, we'll bury your father in the morning and then head off to the next town. I walk over to the front door, look at <clears throat> No, because the windows are boarded up. I just head upstairs and find a bed and go to sleep. All right. Are we walking? Are taking her, his sister somewhere? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I said we're heading to the next town with the sister. I, I, I open the door and look out one final time before I head back up to the library. Mm-hmm. Right, the um, carriage and yeah. the elf are gone. I, see, I, I know. Fog like, is rolling into the slowly area. Slowly looking around. Other, all of the Do you look at my hand? Alright. Then I head back up to the library. Alright, so those of you who have not gone to bed after about... Um, after about 
four hours, if any of you are still awake, which would be putting it at about midnight. Would any of you still be awake at midnight? Probably right. me. At midnight, those of you who are awake begin to hear the howling of wolves, and they seem to be getting closer to the house. I go upstairs. And that's where we'll pick it up next week.